This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. In today's show, I'll bring back predictions for the new year in the local housing market of Greater Lynchburg for 2024. And we're going to look at one of the first steps to take when buying your first home. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, the principal broker at Carl Miller Realty. We're located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg. And we are your caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate, sales, and service. And if you're a homeowner or future homeowner, this show is for you. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. New on the market this year is a beautiful brick two-story home with almost 5,000 square feet of above-grade finished space. With a large family room, addition, a spacious two-car garage, plus a detached oversized garage that housed a 43-foot Class A motorhome, you will love this forest property located on three acres that has been well-maintained and includes tons of updates. There's a blacktop driveway, there's wintertime lake views, as well as year-round mountain views, and there's five bedrooms and three full and two half baths, plus an unfinished basement. This home is priced to sell at just $729.9. Don't miss out. It's located at 3755 Paraville Road in Forest. You can visit carlmillerrealty.com today for more information or to list your home. And I want to thank you for listening today. This show does exist to provide value and showcase facts and tips. Like I said, our target market is homeowners and future homeowners of South Central Virginia. Happy New Year, everybody. Anthony McAvoy is a producer. He's in the studio with me today. Happy New Year to you, too, Anthony. Happy New Year to you, Carl. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, Mr. Homeowner. Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, you know, right there under the wire. So I ended the new year with our end in 2023 and became a new homeowner in 2024, which is... It's been an interesting, interesting ride so far. Yeah. Has it hit home yet? We talked on the uh, Brian and Mary show a few weeks ago before Christmas yeah. about how it wasn't quite real yet. But Once I uh, once I signed the papers and Yancey handed me the keys and was yeah. like, these are yours. Right. Um, and I, I stood on my porch and unlocked the door and walked in for the first time. It, it, yeah. it That's when it hit. Well, congratulations. You made Thank a you. big, courageous decision. and. Snuck in under the wire right before the new year. So I did. have you moved in? Uh, not fully. Okay. Yeah. I'm still, you know, I, I've got my lease on my apartment through the end of yeah. this month, so I'm just going to kind of do it slowly so it's not as stressful. That's that's the easiest thing to do is, yeah. you know, close and not have that stress. I, you know, Anthony, sometimes we get people that, uh, you know, they're selling their house and they sign the paperwork to close on their house they're selling and simultaneously sign the next paperwork. And the it's just this <laughs> mad rush of activity it happens 48 hours it's much much easier when you can negotiate a you know an early lease I mean an early possession or a post possession agreement right. or in your case you're leasing so you got that extra month and right yeah that's that's a lot less stressful yeah it's it's been nice so far it's that, been nice so far well I just want to congratulate you it's super super exciting I'm super excited for you and what a great way to start off the new year as a homeowner yeah well the holidays are officially over this weekend you know there's been a lot of activity in the world and man liberty university complete competed in the fiesta bowl in phoenix uh new year's day monday they did it was uh it was a good game for the first quarter the first and quarter. then if you're a liberty fan you probably would have wanted to uh maybe turn it off after that did i tell you i was out there i i think you yeah, did yeah yeah I, I went I out there i was surprised at how many people traveled from lynchburg there yeah. was a lot of lynchburg uh support and i'll tell you the uh the alumni because, you know, Liberty was founded, what, 1971 so or 72 or whatever. But it, So it's not as old as most universities. Mm-hmm. But 
to see the the number of uh, people wearing red from all over the U.S. I mean, right. literally met people. All, a lot of West Coast folks came. You know, yeah. I met people from Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado. You know, <laughs> easy flight to Phoenix oh, yeah. from those states. Not so, a cross-country flight for them. Yeah. So, But it was just cool to kind of see all those folks and just interact and and the Oregon fans probably outnumbered the Flame fans, I would say, probably three to one, two and a half to one for sure. But Oh, that's proximity as well. It, it, I mean, for sure. it's, it was a much easier trip for them. But, you know, I mean, for Liberty, it's, you know, not the result that you wanted. Mm-hmm. But for exposure to the team and, yep. you know, for three hours, Lynchburg, Virginia was being talked about on national television. Uh, yep, absolutely. And it was uh, it was it was an honor to be in the room. Mm hmm. Uh, Oregon, of course, has 19 consecutive bowl game appearances, yep. and boy, Bo Nix, what a quarterback! He's he's going to make a lot of money it, coming up it, in just a few th- short there's, months. There's no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. But yeah, to your point, it was amazing. I was there, and to see Liberty. Well, first of all, they win the flip, and then he gets. You know, they go for offense. They they mm-hmm. call for the ball, and just to drive down the field and put points up, and then to stop yeah. a drive the very next play was incredible to see. I was like, oh my gosh, we might have a chance here. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, Oregon warmed up by about yeah. uh, 12, 15, 14 minutes into the game, and it was kind of over from there. But still, so much fun to be there. It was a good atmosphere, and I, no regrets about going. And look, you got to go to a New Year's Six Bowl game, uh, which yeah. is, you know, that's, I mean, going to something like that's on my bucket list. Sure. So, yeah. It's, yeah, that's great. It was awesome. Well, we, you know, Carmel Realty is one of the premier, is the premier realtor sponsor for Liberty Athletics. And even though they didn't give me any perks like a free ticket, I, you know, to me, it was just important to go out there and support the team and, and oh, yeah. interact and network. And again, a lot of fun. I hooked up with a couple of friends from uh, different parts of the country, went to the game with a good friend of mine from Nashville. And we also uh, just interacted. I have a lot of real estate agent friends out in Phoenix and had dinner with a Another couple. I tell you what, real estate's a lot different in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, I can believe it. Um, I was talking to uh, Julie Morris, a friend of mine out there, and her husband Tim, and they have a husband wife team. And median sales price in Scottsdale for a single family home one point three million dollars. <laughs> little little different story than Lynchburg, Virginia, which is what probably a million dollars more than it's so, it is here. As you said what one point three? That's the median sales price. Or maybe I'm sorry, that's the average average, but still average sales price. And uh, so I asked, I said, hey, if I had $600,000 and wanted to buy a single family home, and she almost laughed and she said, well, that might get you eight or 900 square foot, two bedroom, one bath, maybe. That's nuts. A fixer upper. Yeah. In, That's Sc- in Scottsdale. Crazy. So it just goes to show all real estate is local, right? So, yeah. but, but it was it was a lot of fun. To, you know, of course, I'm, I love real estate. So anytime I'm in a market, I always am looking up, you know, what the prices are. But just kind of, you come back to Lynchburg and you realize the median sales price is under 300000 here. And you just realize we have a lot to be thankful for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we have just a couple of announcements. Well, one in particular, uh, the um, Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra is hosting a Valentine's Day big band concert uh, at the Virginian Hotel, February 10th. Uh, two tickets to this concert, plus an overnight stay at the Virginian Hotel, will be given away by Carl Miller Realty. Uh, official announcement on how to win those will be coming up very soon. But follow our social media pages for official entry instructions at Carl Miller Realty. That's on Facebook and Instagram. And stay tuned. We'll, we'll be talking a little bit more about it in the, in the upcoming weeks. But uh, interest rates have been bouncing around a bit this week between 65 and 6.8% or so after sliding downward pretty consistently for about four weeks. And if you're thinking about buying a home this year or you have a family member, a friend, or coworker who is – 
besides just the logical questions to ask big picture, there's two questions that I think are pretty critical just to ask yourself about timing. And number one, where do I think home prices are going? That's that's a question that is is worth pondering on. Where do you think house prices are going? And the second one is, where do I think mortgage rates are going? And uh, you can stay tuned to the second half of the show. We'll give a little more clarity on that first question. But sometimes it's good just to be reminded of the basics of home buying. And if you're listening today and thinking about buying a home, you're in a lease, or like I said, maybe you got a family member, a friend, or a coworker who is, pre-approval is just a critical part of the process that you don't want to skip over. So as you start to picture yourself in a brand new home with the, your new living room or dining room in your future, uh, just be sure that you're working with a trusted lender to pr- prioritize this essential step, which is the pre-approval process. And here's why. While home price growth is moderating a little bit nationally, although we are still seeing fairly aggressive growth locally, and mortgage rates have been coming down in recent weeks, affordability is still a, a word and a term that's still pretty tight. In other words, the cost of a home payment as a percentage of household income, is it's tight. And you you know this as a first-time oh, yeah. home buyer yourself, oh, yeah. Anthony. I mean, it's... There's, it's something to think about. It, yeah, you want to be comfortable with that payment, and there's just a, still a limited number of homes for sale right now, and that just means that the ongoing competition among hopeful buyers, uh, you're not the only buyer in the market right now. So, but if you're strategic, that there are ways to navigate through this, and a pre-approval is a game changer. Here's what a pre-approval letter does, and here's why it's just so important to talk to a a local lender who can understand what your needs are lay out the options for you. But what a pre-approval letter does for you is it's an indication from your lender that they are willing to give you the amount of money that they commit to to buy your future home. And so now you've got a lender that's bought in, and they're going to give you a letter. And that letter then, if you submit that with your offer to the the seller, lets the seller know that you're a serious buyer. The other thing, too, that you, you'll know if you talk to a local lender is you you will get some clarity on to what your payment would be based on several different price points. And that's just so critical. And I've said this on the show several a number of times in the past, and that's the only time it really matters what you buy a home for, the price of the home, is the day you buy it and the day, day you sell it. We, we live in the payment. And it's really, really critical that you're comfortable with that payment. And your lender will not just tell you what the payment, what the uh, principal and interest payment is, but they'll also tell you, you know, what the taxes are going to be, what the insurance is going to be. If you're in a townhome or an HOA type complex, there's HOA fees. They'll factor that into it, and it, you'll just have that number in front of you. You know exactly what the payment's going to be based on a certain price point. And the reason that I think that's so important is you want to go in making an informed decision. You're making a really, really big decision in your life. And it's really, really important that you make an informed decision and you can go into it and not, and also not be blindsided. Uh, we had a situation just uh, this week, actually, Anthony, where we had a, a buyer was going to buy a home, actually was drafted up the paperwork, made the offer, and then called the lender kind of almost after the fact. And the price oh, point no. they were in, they didn't realize the amount of cash that was needed up front in the form of you know the, the, the closing costs, oh, and yeah. the appraisal fee, and the home inspection and all that. And they were blindsided a little bit, and part of this was, you know, on us for just not talking through there. One of the things I've learned is you don't you don't ever make assumptions just because somebody bought a home, right. you know, four years ago. Sometimes people just forget about the expenses that go into the home oh, purchase, yeah. and so uh, it was a reminder for me to like, oh my goodness, like I just need to make sure that we never take anything for granted and we go back through and just go through the process. But had we had that conversation, that candid conversation with a with a local trusted advisor lender, 
prior to drafting up the paperwork, you know, we would have put the brakes on the situation uh, well, well before the paperwork was drafted. Well, up. exactly. I mean, because the thing is, with a purchase as big as this, I mean, even even going out of your price range, ten, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, oh. that that hurts. It does, and it hurts a lot. Yeah, give or take, for about every ten thousand dollars more you borrow, it's it's going to add about sixty five dollars or so per month, depending on type of loan that you're right. going in interest rate, of course. But uh, yeah, so it's just kind of a rule of thumb right now with the date today's rates. You're going to be between sixty and seventy dollars more per month for every ten thousand dollars you bump up. So you're right. If you go up thirty thousand dollars, all of a sudden we're pu- we're pushing two hundred dollars more yeah. a month. And you know, depending and for some people, that's that's a deal breaker. That is a deal breaker, and and that's that's what I'm saying. We got to always look at what that monthly payment is. So if you're looking to get a mortgage for your first home purchase or for any home purchase, I should say. Getting a pre-approval letter should be the first step, one of the first steps in your in your process. Not only can getting a pre-approval help you zero in on the right price range, it'll also give you a leg up on the other buyers too. Because I'll just say this: I work with you know a lot of sellers. I work mostly with sellers these days, and it's amazing to me when offers come in, uh, especially if it's a multiple offer situation. If I've got two side by side offers and they're essentially essentially the same, and one's got a real tight, tidy, concise pre-approval letter and the other one doesn't, I'm pushing my seller towards the one that I know is solid every well, time. Because at the end of the day, for the seller, if they're in a place where they're selling a house, they don't want to have to you know, give it to somebody and then it fall through. Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly the case. So very first step, uh, we've talked about it before, but I just thought it was a good reminder. Pay attention to the interest rates a little bit. Uh, kind of ask yourself, are they going up or are they going down? We are seeing them slide down, even though this week they did go up. In fact, on Thursday this week, they went up pretty significantly, about three-tenths of a point. But uh, I anticipate they'll slide back down again. And uh, just just be aware of that and be aware of what your payment would be and, and know kind of what your payment would be based on several different price scenarios. Carl's Clips. Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. It's a new year. Many homeowners have been thinking of selling their house, but have been holding on until spring. And I use that word in quotes. One of the things I've observed is that springtime can start in the housing market as early as the first week in January. And this week seems to be no exception. The market is very active with buyers right now. And it seems like a lot of buyers are starting their showing requests today. Sellers, the number of available homes is down about 10% since early December. And while home prices remain steady, it is a great time to list your house. The only buyers looking right now in January are serious buyers. I do anticipate this to be a very busy season in the market in January and February. So it's a good time to be listing your house. And when we come back, we're going to look at predictions for 2024 in the Lynchburg housing market. Welcome back to the Carl Miller Show. I'm Carl, your host, the principal broker at Carl Miller Realty. Follow our social pages. Lexi, our marketing director, is putting out some fun and engaging content. Our social handles on Instagram and Facebook is at Carl Miller Realty. So if you follow us there, you'll find some interesting, fun stuff. And it's worth it. We try to make that valuable as well. And that leads us into our story of the week. It's time for Carl Miller Realty's story of the week. Well, the heartbeat of our business is our relationships and their referrals. The outpouring of love to the agent, staff, and myself in December is so appreciated. Thank you to every client, vendor, contractor, and past clients and family members who stopped by our office with a card, a word of encouragement, or a treat. We got lots of 
chocolate in the office uh, over the holiday season. We are most grateful, and it was fun to review the dozens of cards and notes hanging on our fireplace mantle this week. From a simple thank you for all that you did for our family this year and the godly character that you display card from a past client to thank you for all that you have done to help us in our move to a card from the Claire Parker Foundation that stated the 2023 Deck the Hills 5K had the largest participation rate yet. Thank you for helping make this event a success. Your support of the Claire Parker Foundation will help us continue our work with pediatric cancer patients and their families. We appreciate you. That was from uh, Claire Parker, obviously. And then to another one that stated, thank you for your continued support of Freedom 424. We appreciate you. Our race dates for this spring is April 19 and 20. We look forward to partnering with you, the Freedom Team. Just dozens and dozens of cards kind of decorated our mantle. And as, as I kind of was going through some of those this week, took some of them down. It's just kind of fun to read those notes. And uh, we're just grateful for the people in our lives, the people in this community who continue to support us. We are in business because of you and uh, your continuing referrals. And uh, I, obviously this platform here reaches a broader audience than the people we have a direct relationship with. But it's an honor to be on the studio every week and putting out content and Anthony, I just appreciate you being the my producer here because you've been, gosh, you've been doing this as long as we've been uh, on the show, which is over th- over three years just, now. Just about. This is my third year yeah. uh, at, at WLNI, and I, I started with uh, uh, you guys at the time in, like, right. February. Okay, okay, so we must, okay, so I was running the show a little bit before then. I can't mm-hmm. remember, because I started this in October of 2020. Yes, So and I was fun. hired in December of 2020. Okay, there you go. There you go. Boy, it's taking me back a ways. Yeah. I did the show solo for a little bit. We had our former marketing director, Lindsay, was on with us, and then she took a position down in Florida, and then uh, Yancey was with me for about two years, and and now she's kind of uh, pursuing some other uh, professional opportunities, and mm-hmm. here we are. So we'll probably bring another co-host in here soon, but it's good to have you here in the meantime. Well, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well- Adding value to our community, serving our clients with excellence, developing and deepening long-term relationships, blessing our clients with over-the-top service and care, and meeting not just the transactional needs, but the emotional needs of people. It's a joy, and it's why we exist, and it's a lot of fun. The last show of the year, I I promised, I, I gave actually some statistics of things that Americans will do in the next 24 months that are going to affect the housing market, and it bears worth repeating. And Here's a couple of statistics that's going to happen in America over the next 24 months. Number one, 7 million new babies are going to be born. 3 million weddings are going to happen. 6 million people are going to get married. Uh, 1.5 million divorces will take place. So unfortunately, 3 million individuals will separate. There's going to be 7 million 65th birthdays. 50 million people will switch jobs. And 4 million new, these are new net jobs. So these are net new jobs will be created so there's just a lot of economic activity that's going to happen in the next 24 months. And that's regardless of what interest rates do. It's regardless of who gets elected to the presidency. The The economy is a big, big machine. And whoever sits in the White House doesn't have that much control over it. I mean, there there's some policy that affects economic activities, we all know. But they're not bigger than the activity or the, certainly than the housing market in the U.S. based on supply and demand, not just in housing, but as we just heard here about people's lives getting together or separating or babies being born and all that. So how's all this going to affect the housing market nationally? And it does bear repeating, which again, this is a little bit of repeat from the last show we did of the year last year, that only 3.9 million homes sold in 2023. That's the lowest number since 1993. 
when America had 30% fewer people living in the country. So that's national numbers. So let's kind of zoom in a little bit to Lynchburg, Virginia. And here's what's happened last year. The official numbers are not out locally yet, but just based on the single family home sales in Lynchburg and three touching counties, the median sales price was up 6.3% in 2023. It went up from 260,000 in 22 to 276,450 in 2023. 6.3%. And the volume of sales, the number of homes that actually sold was actually down just under 20%, 19.5%. 19.5%. So we went from 2,700 sales in 22 to t- just 2,180 in 2023. And today, the median listing price of a home, if I just look on the MLS right now and look at single family homes, Lynchburg and three touching counties, the median list price is 349. The median sales price of the homes that are currently under contract is 284. So, kind of what that tells us is again, the homes that are in demand are the ones under 300. That's the most highest demand price point of homes. But when you look at the median listing price, it's actually 350. So the low sales volume locally, it was the lowest since 2016. So just a couple of statistics out there about what happened. But I think the one that surprises almost everybody, because people are grabbing sound bites off the news, is the 6.3%. That's the appreciation rate of homes in 2023. Keep in mind, interest rates were high. They went oh, up yeah. all year. And again, it's just like you just can't stop the machine. We kind of talked about the median sales price in, in, in Scottsdale, Arizona mm-hmm. at 1.3. And then you look at Lynchburg and we are at, you know, just under 280. Um, that's a big difference. And that's why so much money is coming into Lynchburg. And that's why I feel very, very confident that Lynchburg home prices will continue on the upswing in yeah. 2024. So here's what I think is going to happen. Somebody asked me, hey, what do you think is going to happen in 2024? And I'll just kind of give out my numbers. I gave out numbers last year, and I was off a little bit on some, but I was dead on on a couple of them. And first of all, here's my predictions, three predictions. Number one, sales volume is going to go back up or close to 22 numbers. I think it'll be added close to 22, 22 and two numbers. I'm going to say that we'll see 2,500 homes sell in single-family homes in Lynchburg and three touching counties. And that's going to be about a 15% increase from this year. We might not get up to 2,700 sales, but I think we're going to be at least 2,500. I just see this pent-up demand. Like It's almost like the market's kind of just been suppressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And with as much activity as we have in Lynchburg, Virginia, we talked about Liberty University being in at the uh, bowl. With the influence of Liberty, we have the, the new jobs that was announced with, uh, with Framatone coming up and bringing in 500 jobs. And there's just going to be a lot of volume moving. There's pressure to have volume move. So that means that some people that have been holding on to sell, their pent-up seller demand, they're going to list their house this year that chose not to list in 2023. There's going to be some new homes hit the market that are being built as we speak, and there's just going to be demand, and I think that the demand is going to create listing volume at the end of the day as well. But I do think that sales volume is going to go back up to 2,500. That's my first prediction. The second one is that prices will continue their uphill push, and I think I think that next year at this time we're going to look back and see that the home prices, and this is I'm going to make I'm going to give two predictions. If if the interest rates stay kind of where they are in the high sixes then I think we're going to see appreciation of 4 to 5%. I'm going to say 5%. And if the Fed changes the rates and they slide down from their current, you know, 6 and 3 quarter percent say to 55 or 5.75, that 5% prediction is going to be out the window because at that point we're going to see median sales prices up. I'm going to say in the 7 to 9% range could even get to double digits again like we saw in 2021 and 2022. 
because as the interest rates go down, it's going to just create a huge uptick in demand. Mm -hmm. And we all know that when demand is high and there's multiple offers, the prices just gets pushed even higher. I mean, I I think if personally, it's I I think if those interest rates do go down, I think the market goes back to maybe where it was in 2021, where you have a house go on the market and within 24 hours, it's got you know, multiple 10, yeah. 15 offers potentially. It, that happened a couple times. It wasn't every time, but man, it was not uncommon within three days to have, you know, between three and seven offers mm-hmm. on the table. It was not uncommon at all. The third the third prediction I'm gonna get, say is this, and, and this is more just kind of observation of, of, of what's happened and what I've what I've observed even this year in the last two years. The buyers who choose not to buy or sellers who really want to sell and, and chose not to are gonna have regrets. It's just not worth putting your life on hold while waiting for reasons outside of your control to move or to buy property. I would just say of the 500 families our team has helped buy or sell in the last 36 months, if if we could somehow wave a magic wand and you had the ability to just bring them all back and you line them up side by side by side down the sidewalk and you asked all 500 of those families if they had any regrets about buying or selling when they did, by far, and I'm, I mean 95% plus plus, are going to say that they do have no regrets. They're glad they made the move when they did. And more importantly, or just as importantly, their net worth as a result of either activity, buying or selling, their net worth is higher than had they waited. And and this is especially true of any first-time home buyers that were leasing and they bought a home. They've seen their home equity rise. They've seen their net worth rise. The buyers who sold and upsized, this is also really true. You sold a smaller home, you moved into a bigger home. But what's even interesting is that even the buyers who downsized, they sold a large house and moved into, say, a a one-level smaller house. The new smaller one-level home, those are in super high demand, and those have appreciated rapidly too. Uh, So I just find it interesting as I think back through and pull up the names of the 500-plus people that our company, just our internal team has helped. I, I, I know the names and faces, and I know their stories. And I just know that with with maybe the, maybe one or two or three people, they would all just unanimously say, "Man, no regrets. We're so glad we took action. We moved when we did." You know who does have regrets if they were being honest? As the people who said, "We're going to wait. We're going to wait until the rates drop a bit. We're going to wait until the election's over. We're going to wait until spring. We're going to wait until summer. Summer turns into winter, and here they are, still stuck with their life on hold, waiting for an external circumstance." Or maybe it's a fear-based thing, and, I, and this is challenging. There's, sometimes there's health issues, and it's hard to move when you know you've you just come through a hip surgery, for example, or you've or you've got you know an illness in the family. But it's better to move while you still have the choice and while you still have mobility. I would mm-hmm. say to folks in that situation, than to wait until you don't have a choice and then you have to fire sale. It's a must and you have to type of situation as opposed to we're choosing to proactively take control of our life and do this while we still have choices and options. Life is too short. If you have an opportunity to move towards something, to get that better job, to get the kids into the school district you really, really want, or to be in a home that you're excited about, why wait? It's it's not worth it. The people who acted don't have regrets. It's the one who didn't act who do have regrets. And if you're interviewing them, like I said, if you're being honest, the majority of them wish they had acted one year ago, two years ago, there's even a few people I know who've been thinking about it since 2018. Folks, it's a new year. It's a new opportunity to turn a chapter in your life. If you're thinking about housing, a move, upsizing, downsizing, getting out of the lease you're in, my only request and my advice is just to speak to a trusted advisor in the real estate space who can ask good questions, who can understand your needs, lay out a path for you, advise you, and help you make a confident housing decision. I'd love to be that person for you. 
The team at Carl Little Realty, we're trained and we're excellent at what they do. Don't put your life on hold. Contact us this weekend. That's my advice. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. Virginia is the birthplace of eight presidents, the majority of which have historical homes that are available to tour and open to the public. Of local interest is the summer house of Thomas Jefferson at Thomas Jefferson's Poplar Forest. Held as a masterpiece of landscape and architecture, a visit to Poplar Forest will shed new light on Thomas Jefferson's creativity and curiosity. It's right in our backyard, and it's open daily from mid-January to December 30th. Visit poplarforest.org to learn more. If you have real estate questions you want answered on the air, send your questions to any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show. We are your local, caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate sales and rentals. Contact us today. We're fully staffed. We're equipped to help you get where you want to go. Anthony, thanks for joining me on the show today. As always, you make me sound good, but it's always good to bounce ideas off of you as well. It's all you, Carl. It's all you. Well, we'll see you next week, everyone. Happy New Year. Enjoy the weekend.